Welcome to the Scorpio Wolf Podcast. This is your host, JC, returning again for another episode of the Scorpio Podcast. Um, in the last episode, we kind of talked about the, you know, characteristics of being in a twin flame union, meeting your twin flame. Kind of, it's, it's been kind of building up. We've already gone through the phase of the, you know, the meaning of the twin flame and then being in union with the twin flame. And then we kind of got, got toward the end of the episode where we were talking about the separation or the start of the separation and how the emotions and the intensity of the connection is what caused those emotions to overtake me uh, and caused the breakup in the, in, the un, in the union and kind of put us in our separate paths. Um, so that's where I'll, I'll start off with that. I'll start off with the what led up to it. So we talked about how the emotions, you kind of, you have that telepathic communication with them and they kind of know what's going on. But at the same time, with that intensity and that intense connection that you're having with this person, you start to like see the flaws, you know, you start to see the flaws and then you start, you know, your ego starts getting in the way of things. You know, this person was like, she was having things problems. She was having issues. Uh, with the uh, rent and getting rent paid and, you know, the changing of the rent and renewing the rent, rental agreements. And like a lot of culminations led up to the separation. Um, there was a, she had a lot of problems, so she didn't talk about it. She didn't open up. She didn't tell me about them. Um, it, was, it wasn't until much later when she told me, and, you know, it, you know, looking back at it, you kind of th- you think, yeah, I probably should have, you know, listened a little bit more, you know, not been in my ego because, um there, well, there's a lot of little things that led up to the separation, and I'll, I'll get with you, get the with those in a moment. Uh, well, I can get with it one, with one of them right now. So, <clears throat> one of the things that you know, kind of did it was kind of a combination of three different things that kind of led me to have that separation talk with her, uh, or you know, it's not really a ghosting because we kind of knew what was going on, but when we did it, so it wasn't really ghosting to be honest with you. And what I kind of figured, you know, going through the journey and the intense emotions is like I started getting possessive of her. Like I wanted to have more and more of her time and more and more of her attention and more and more. You know, it just started, you know, I needed that energy near me because it was very good, great energy to have. It made me have great energy. Things were going good when she was around. And so I kind of just continued, you know, I kind of was like hungry for that energy that we both shared when we're in each other's presence and it kind of felt like you know it was it was slipping away from me it was like it was it was those emotions of like holding on tight to something and having it slip away the fears the insecurities all that stuff starts you know piling in and so one of these uh one of these instances where that this, this you know uh, one of the things that we were doing a lot of was going to lunch and, you know, talking it out and, you know, it just started, started from a couple things. There was a, we had a scheduled lunch, lunch date. And of course, you know, me being, you know, punctual and stuff like that, you know, I would set the date. I was like, okay, let's go meet up for lunch at this date. And we would go and have lunch that time or whatever. And in this particular, you know, my Scorpio part of my, my, you know, psyche started kicking in. It's like, well, you know, you know, let's test her. Let's, uh, let's set a date for next Tuesday and at a certain time and see what happens. And, but don't remind her, 
you know, I started, I started testing her and seeing if she really remembered her, you know, things going on in her, in her, you know, would she remember to do that and, and, um, make the appointment. So Tuesday comes around, it's, you know, I'm ready, getting ready for lunch. I have not heard anything from her. And, um, I start setting up to go to lunch and I, and I kind of text her. I was like, Hey, where you at? Where you, you know, what's going on? Where you, where are you, when are you coming? It's like, it's like, cause it's already like two o'clock and it's going to be a late lunch for me. Cause I haven't had lunch yet. And she's, Oh, I already had lunch. I had chicken. I'm sorry. You know, you know, I totally forgot that we were having lunch because there was a back and forth and she knew that she wasn't ready to go. So she kind of like delayed it. And, you know, it, it was kind of like, she knew it was that time. And I had to, I was texting her through the days, like, you know, I'm heading out for lunch. And she ate, had, went and had lunch without me. And so I was stuck, you know, with, you know, waiting. I was waiting for her to waiting for her and kind of starve myself for lunch. So that was, you know, that was strike number one. That was the strike number one with her um, because she didn't make lunch. The, she didn't drive out to see me for lunch or, you know, or remember to be punctual and be there on time and other things like that. Um, the other thing that happened was that, you know, um, I had invited, you know, she was, it was her day off and, you know, she likes to go out drinking with the, at the, at where she works, you know, cause she has pet peeves and stuff like that. But, you know, I was, I was there, um, hanging out with a friend and her husband and, you know, the husband was getting a little suspicious that maybe me and her, me and me and her, his wife were getting, um, more intimate than, than that we had, we had talked because we were just friends. We were just friends. We weren't anything else, but you know, that jealousy, you know, how husband, you know, how people are. It's like, you're hanging around and talking to my wife. So, you know, a lot, but we're just hanging out and having a good time drinking, you know, going to the strip clubs, going, you know, having fun, you know, at this point, you know, going to the strip club for me was just, uh, people watching and seeing how people react. It wasn't about the dancing and all the stuff going around us. I mean, yes, surely there's like, again, beautiful women all around you. Um, but the drinks are cheap and you can bring friends and the friends usually have a good time. So that's kind of what I've been doing at the, during this time, because yeah, I had, I had, um, my twin flame who worked there and she, you know, was a good host and, and was, you know, very attentive to me and my guests. And we were, you know, it, it ended up being like in a lot of female, it ended up with a lot of female friends that I had, uh, were scared to go, but then after they went and she had eased them into it, you know, they were regulars. They would go out every so often. Some of them even went out, you know, without even anybody to go with them. So it's it kind of it was kind of weird at first because they were the first they were the biggest scaredy cats when it came to going out to these kind of places because they felt they couldn't wouldn't fit in. But once they went, they they fit in just fine. Um, so I had a friend and her his husband. We're just sitting there and I, you know. It was my twins flame stay off and she got there late. And so the, so the friend's husband was like, oh, so where's this friend of yours? That's supposed to be, cause we're supposed to kind of go out as like, um, two individuals, you know, me and her and then, uh, my friend and, and her husband. And she, she came up coming like maybe two hours late. And, and when she got there, she just kind of said hi. And then she kind of took off and started doing her rounds just saying hi to everybody else that she knows there. So, um, and then she didn't come back till maybe went after my friends have left and she was asking, and I was like several hours later. So that was like, to me, that was like, 
strike number two because I had invited her out because I was concerned with the with my friend's husband that she was he because she wasn't there to kind of look like no it's it's me and my twin flame and then you know we're just friends with the, with the wife so that also kind of ended my relationship with my friend because after that we didn't really talk that much and she kind of ended up moving you know a lot of things happened with that friend that caused a you know a rift between the two of us so you know it was it was it was interesting to the to say the least that you know that cost a good friendship you know her being not punctual again not being punctual arriving late and then not being attentive of what like i needed it for needed her to do i really needed her there for me to be support to like talk to the husband and and my friend so that was another you know um strike on her part and you know you know looking back at I, I looking back at everything it's like we weren't we weren't a couple or anything we were just good friends but i kind of got possessive as if it was more than just a friendship and that's where the ego kind of feeds into these twin flame journeys and how you know the masculine and the feminine energies are kind of pushing each other apart before separation um the last one the last event that kind of pushed it over the edge was um I had ticket, you know, I had tickets to a preseason game for a football game, American Football League or uh, NFL, the NFL. So I was out there kind of just, you know, I had tickets. I invited her to go. She said yes, because it's her team playing my team, which are two different cities, the same state, state of Texas, Dallas versus Texans. Uh, Dallas Cowboys versus Houston Texans. And so they had a preseason game against one another. So I bought tickets because the chip tickets for preseason games are not that expensive. They're pretty cheap. And I had our, I was already staying at a hotel near near the walking distance from the stadium. So it wasn't going to be one of those um, uh, where I had to, like, find parking for, like, 100 bucks or anything like that. So, you know, I invited her out. And, you know, and so as I'm waiting for, at the game, you know, the games, game day comes around and we're, we're sitting and I'm sitting at the at um the hotel bar kind of having a couple drinks before we head out. Um, and I'm still waiting on her and, you know, she's having issues with her, her rent and the land and the renter, the renter, her renter of her apartment. So, you know, she's the, the, we're trying to raise the rent like 300 bucks or something like that, 300 bucks a month or, and, you know, rent is even, even before this whole housing market thing, rent was pretty expensive back then, even for an apartment. I think she was paying like, she was like paying 1100 and they were going to raise it to like 1400 and for this month coming up. So it just happened to have all this stuff culminating in the same day um, where, you know, things just wouldn't work, you know, things didn't work out of my favor for that day. And so, you know, I had tickets, I had tickets to the football game and, you know, there were, there were good seats, even though the ticket prices were more reasonable than, than most regular season games, it was still like money that I had spent to go out with her and have fun. And so I waited and I waited. And then, you know, I, you know, in the inkling back in my mind, it's like, I got these tickets. I, I should, probably should go, head out. And I was thinking of inviting a friend, another friend to come on and just telling her, hey, man, it's okay. It's like, it's like, you don't have to come. If you can't make it, you can't make it. You have bigger issues to deal with. And I said, no, no, like, just hold on, just hold on, just hold on. So I'm holding on, holding on, holding on. 
Um, I'm in the lobby, the hotel lobby with, at the bar, hanging out with people watching the game from the bar. And the game was like happening maybe a quarter of a mile away, so it was just a quarter of a mile walk. And so I'm just watching there, waiting and waiting for a response, you know, to hear back from her because she had to go get, take care of that. And, you know, first quarter's over, second quarter starts. Um, you know, so even in, in football, you know, it, you know, 15 minutes still is like probably 45 to an hour. She gets to, I finally hear from her. She's on her way. She's fighting traffic. It's like, of course, you're going to have to fight traffic when you're going to a football game because everybody's still trying to find parking and coming in and all that stuff. So, you know, we have issues with, you know, when she finally arrives, it's about, you know, start of the first, first second quarter. We're, and then we have to find figure out how to get her parking because there's restaurants nearby that you can't park because of the game. And they really don't want you parking anywhere else. So... I was, you know, I had to convince the hotel to let her let her park her car because, with us at, with the hotel, even though it's just one car per person, but or per room, but I got them to convince, I convinced them to get, give us that uh, that space, and that was good. So we started walking to the to the stadium. We get there maybe two minutes before halftime, and so we get there and halftime. You know, we watch like we finally find our seats. We sit down, and it's halftime. So. You know, it was one of those games where the Texans, you know, it's just preseason, but the Texans had a really good preseason roster going on. And so the Houston Texans ended up beating them. But and every and then I had Houston, Houston Texan fans around me. So every time they scored, I, would, you know, get up and and, you know, kind of cheer, cheer our team on. And then, you know, kind of like point at the Dallas Cowboy fans and make them a little upset, too. But. And she was wearing her Dallas Cowboy shirt, and I was wearing my Houston Texans J.J. Watt shirt, you know, jersey. So that's the kind of like, you know, the rivalry sitting next to each other because she's a Dallas girl and I'm a, you know, Houston guy. So, you know, after that, we kind of just, uh, you know, we we I bought drinks, we, you know, we had our drinks, we had our, you know, we had a good time. It wasn't, you know, and then she had like, she made a comment that just like really got to me and. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, looking back at it, it was like, it was a stupid thing to get mad over, but I didn't show her how mad I was just, I was in my mind, I was really upset when she said it. She like, she made the comment that, uh, you know, that really was a short game. That game was really fast or really short. And in the back of my mind, I'm like going, God, yeah, it would have been, been felt longer had you gotten here, not at halftime. So, you know, that's kind of where we, where I was. Um, so we ended up going back to, you know, walking back. We went to the restaurant next next door um, after the game, had a couple drinks. You know, we just, she was just telling me about her day and how stuff was going wrong. And and I just didn't, I don't know, I just kind of was a little tuned, tuned out of it because I, I felt I had lost money, even though, like, I should have been more understanding at the time instead of being very possessive of her and her time and, you know, allowing things to happen to that way they need to happen, there was it still was upset on how things happened. And so, you know, I get like, you know, I was on Snapchat, so I was like getting snaps from people like that wanted to go to the game that overheard. And they said they would have been there on time 
and that just kind of drove and drove more and more to me that, you know, this person was not there for me when I needed them. When I needed them to be there, they weren't there. When I needed them to, you know, back me up, they weren't there to back me up. So those kind of thoughts started roaming around in my head. And then, you know, eventually we were, you know, just chatting on Snapchat and like, and I go, you know what? I don't think we can be friends anymore. Uh, it's just when I needed you, I couldn't count on you and so forth and so forth. And so, you know, I just kind of just tell her, told her that. And she was like, okay, okay. You know, like nothing to her. And then I was like, even that even made me more upset. Cause it was like, okay, we're like, that's it. You know, that's, that's all you're going to say about that. And, but I didn't want to argue. I just wanted to let it go because I, it, it was something that, you know, insecurities and, and emotions with a Scorpio and me, don't really go hand in hand. It was just one of those things that I just kind of just didn't want to deal with. Didn't want a drama. But, you know, once as separation started happening, it's like, so when separation started happening, and maybe, yes, like a month, two months went by, and then, you know, separation was fine. We didn't talk. There was no communications. We weren't friends on Snapchat. Um, so I didn't so see what was going on in her life. She was seeing what was going on in my life. So it was one of those things. And so, you know, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. But then, you know, towards the third month, that's when stuff started happening. That's when stuff started, like, I started feeling emotions that were not my emotions. I started feeling um, a pull back towards her. Like a pull, like my soul was just pulling up towards her. Like a magnet, you know. And but I kept on forcing the magnet the other way because no, 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 we can't. No, it's no, no, I can't go back into that kind of relationship. It's like, you know, you know, three months, like when you break up with somebody three months later, you're, you're fine and dandy. You can like unhook it real quick. And, and that'd be and that'd be it. That'd be in the other sometimes six months. But it, after three months, it kind of had that pull on me. So I, I started, you know, and I'll get into the next episode about what, you know, started happening afterwards during those those six months because it was a six month separation and I started meeting you know I started to question this relationship it's like what is this what did, why do I have such a pool to somebody I you know in the past I can I would have crushes and then I would just let it go and I would have crushes and I would just let it go and she had three strikes she had already gotten three strikes with me like things that I would just normally like just Say, well, she already did this, this, and this, and she can't be counted for this, this, and this. So why do I have this pull? Why am I still strongly pulled towards her? So that's one of those things that, like, with the Twin Flame journey, you just have that pull. And that, still, I do not know what the Twin Flame journey, the Twin Flame was at the time. And I'll get to the when I re- actually realized what's, what was being done. And it's kind of it's kind of weird how things fall into place on those kind of situations. You know, the signs, the synchronicities. I didn't really don't know about that stuff until this the separation so once the separation happened um we went on our merry way so um but the you know that attraction that pull towards her got stronger the longer and longer it it happened stronger and stronger and stronger it was like i just it's like my soul needed that connection with her even though as, as, as friends that's all i needed that connection with her so that it, it's a painful process. It's a very painful process when you first go into separation with your twin flame. Um, but over time, you know, the separations do get longer 
you know, the second time you separate, it's a little longer. And then after that's a little longer after that. Um, but you you start to see the pieces of you that you need to fix the insecurities, the, you know, and that's not going to happen until my second, second or third, you know, separation. It's not going to happen. And I, again, when I, when I talk about the, the twin flame journeys, I always refer to the movie. Definitely. Maybe how like they, they kept on separating and they would come back to each other's life from different phases of their lives. So that's kind of how I see the twin flame journey with her. You know, we come back together in different phases of our lives. So that's one of those things that you just don't, you don't account for. And the twin flame journey is one of those things you really don't account for. You soulmate journeys, you can cut them off. You can, you know, they're only there for seasoning. But twin flames for, you know, life, it's, it's your other half. There is no other half than this person. And, you know, I will tell you one thing. It's like, you know, after now that I think about it and all this stuff, it's like, if it wasn't for that meeting and the meeting her and the separations, the back and forth, I wouldn't be the person I am today. It had to happen. It had to happen this way. You you, you start to question why did the, you know why did this happen? Why is this person not like why not the person like is like the way that they need to be? Because they're not ready. Both of you are not ready. This is this is just introduction of what's going to happen. So that is my story for right now. Um, I'll. In the next next segment, we'll talk about what I did during that separation phase. You know, the people I've met, you know, finally finding out what what a twin flame is, finding other people that are on the twin flame journey and how we kind of helped each other along, you know, in order to get to where we are. So thank you for joining me again. So, um, if you have something similar story to tell, let me know. I mean, leave, leave a message or email me at jlobo1978.41 at gmail.com or you can leave a if you're on spotify you can leave me a, a a message of your story and we can put it on the next segment and or add it to another segment as a as the, a year as your story because i want to kind of get everybody involved on these stories i want everybody to contribute to the stories because this is going to be i want to kind of grow this into a community where we all talk about our journeys our pains our struggles and build it as our community of people that are going through the same processes, the same painful process, the same happy processes, and see what, you know, gifts that you've been bestowed upon with after meeting your twin flame, because it is supposed to be, it's supposed to be a spiritual um, trigger or a spiritual, you know, explosion that you have with this person. They're supposed to put you on the right path. And I strongly believe that, but I kind of, again, you know, this is, this is our journey I'm right now I'm telling you my journey, but I would like to introduce more people into the fray and kind of see everybody's point of views and what you're thinking. Or if you have the, the perspective of the other person, like I'm telling you a story, but I don't have her perspective. I only have what she's told me or what other people have told me about her. So I'm telling the story out of my point of view. So any insight on her side of the story would be greatly appreciated what's going on. Um, again, this is this is a community about us, about us. So thanks again for joining me. Um, until next time, uh, we'll talk again. Thank you.